sometimes um, I've got to coach people through, hey, you're probably spending too much money and we're going to have problems down the road. A lot of times, especially when you get to retirement, if you've done a good job, um, I've it's a big mindset switch. I have to coach people through it. Hey, it's okay to spend some of these dollars, right? You've been wired to put money into a 401k or the bank account or wherever and save, 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 save that when you get to retirement, all of a sudden it's don't save anymore. It's spend, 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 spend. And I know it sounds funny, but there are people out there that have a very, very hard time making that switch. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint, a podcast by 210 Financial. No matter who you are or where you are in life, having a plan for your finances matters. And that's what this show is all about. In each episode, we want to help you gain an understanding of where you are now and where you want to go from here. Hey, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint Podcast, the solo edition. Uh, my name's Kendall Stahl. I am your host for today's Your Retirement Blueprint Podcast. Like I said, today we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff, I think, although it's going to be talking about spending plans in retirement um, and, and kind of how to go about that um, and, and what we think on it. So I don't know if it's fun or not, but we're going to talk about it. Um, spending a lot of time getting back into the swing of things. We got some cool stuff coming out from our firm here that we've been working really hard on. One of them is a book that's coming along that our founder, Phil Cooper, wrote. Um, so that's some big news coming from our firm here at the beginning of the year and a lot of cool other things as well. So look for all that stuff in terms of in terms of uh, uh, my life and the fun things that have been going on. If you care, which some of you may not, as I got my son some tickets to the PBR um, and we went to that and we had a lot of fun as a family. So I don't know if you know what that is, but PBR is professional bull riding. It's kind of our thing. Um, we, we try to watch it as much as we can. And my little boys think they're, think they're cowboys. So we had a whole lot of fun, um, going to that in Chicago and, and it was some good family time away for the weekend. So anyways, we always start out with a question. I don't normally do this. Um, but the question coincides with our topic for the day. So, um, Joan from Branson, Missouri asks, Hey, do I need a budget in retirement is what her question is. And uh, I think nobody likes the word budget. So I like to use the word spending plan. Um, it makes you feel more warm and cozy about uh, about not just blowing all your money. Um, but it's kind of a hard question to answer when I don't know Joan's inf information. Um, I think that, you know, everybody needs to. I think there's two sides of the story, right? I mean, yeah, I think we need to be prudent and we need to manage our dollars the best that we can. Um, and sometimes that means understanding where you're spending your dollars and when and why you're spending them. But also when you get to retirement, I mean, I think the goal is to kind of be able to do what you want when you want and not have to worry about money. And so um, hopefully, Joan, you're in that position to where you can kind of do what you want when you want and not have to worry about money. Now, obviously, everybody's going to have to worry about it a little bit. It's not like Joan's just going to be able to go buy a jet because she wants to. Um, I mean, maybe Joan can. I don't know. I don't know her situation, but I'm, I'm guessing it's highly unlikely that if Joan decides to go buy a jet and fly all over the world, 
that it's going to be okay. So obviously we need to have some sort of a um, situation um, to understand how much money is being spent every month or every year. Um, but certainly for my retirement and I know um, my wife, um, we're not going to want to be um, uh, in a position in retirement to where, you know, we got to make, we got to be concerned about, is it okay if we go out to eat or not? Um, tonight, or, you know, we spent $200 on groceries this month, you know, now we got to eat rice and beans for the rest of the month. I certainly don't want to be in that kind of a position. So, um, I think obviously this is kind of the same, the, the question that's going to blend into our topic. And, and the topic, um, today is having a, a some sort of a plan and, and understanding, um, how to manage expenses in retirement. And the way I like to think about it, uh, is, is there's these thing called the go-go years, right? And that's when you're young and you're, you've got your health and you've got, um, you're, you're retired and you can go do the things you want to do. Now for us, um, I'm a long ways off from retirement. Um, but, but frankly, my definition of retirement is getting to do what I want when I want. Right. And, and I think a lot of people think that retirement is not working and that's just going to have, and having fun. I know for a lot of folks that, you know, getting to do what you want when you want might be running your business. It might be going to work every day. Right. And so I think retirement as a, as a, as a word or as a rule is really broad for everybody. It's not necessarily just sitting at home or going on vacation. It's getting to do what you want when you want. Um, with who you want. Right. And so um, for some of you, that may be uh, like for my wife, that's probably going to be, you know, traveling around the world um, and staying at, at different locations. She's she's got the travel bug. And I'd like to think that maybe she would like to do that with me. Um, but I guess it probably depends on the day. And so for other people, me, I'm more of a, of a goer. Uh, I got to get up in the morning and I got to go. I got to do something. Right. So I don't think I'm ever going to be in the position to where I just retire and say, I'm not going to work another day in my life. Um, I'm a farm boy. You know, working is kind of in my blood. And I have a hard time imagining a point in life where I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to go watch the news. Then maybe I'm going to go, you know, eat breakfast down the road and then come back and take a nap. Like that's just not going to be me. Right. And so everybody's got a different definition and we got to, we got to build some sort of a plan around that for you. Um, to make sure that, that you got the cash flow and the things to do that. Right. So, um, kind of got off track there, but we were talking about the go-go years. So that's when you're young, um, you have your health, you can go do what you want when you want with who you want, I think is what I was trying to say, right? And so those years are probably going to be some of your higher spending years, right? So when you're building out any good financial plan, I think that it's good to, uh, you obviously need to understand what your expenses are. Um, but when we do that in our firm, we're looking at it on more of an annual basis, um, or, or maybe a monthly basis. And then we kind of let you figure out, how, you know, where you spend those dollars. So say you need $50,000 a year or a hundred thousand dollars a year, whatever the case may be. Um, when we build out a plan, we're going to build that in there. We're going to say, okay, Bill and Mary, you're going to go spend a hundred grand a year. And that's going to keep the lights on the food on. 
uh, the food on the food coming in. Um, that's going to be the vacations, things like that. Right. So how do we get to that hundred grand a year? And then we're going to say, you go spend that however you want to, right? Everybody's got different priorities. Some people, they're happy as a lark, just staying at home, going out to eat with their friends. Other people got to, you know, they want to travel to Europe and drop $30,000 on some, some cruise every year. And that's completely fine. We just got to make sure that we have a plan for that. Right. Um, so those go-go years, those are going to be the years where you're doing those things. You're having fun. You got the health to do it. We need to make sure you've got enough income coming in for that. Now, I see two big mistakes right off the bat um, when folks are talking about how much money they need to live on um, in retirement, right? There's, there's two different types of people. It's really funny because you almost, when they sit down at our conference room table, you can almost tell right away which type of person it is. But there is, there is, um, I'm going to call them the saver and they come in here and more often than not, since they're savers, they've done well and they have a pretty good chunk of money, right? And it's always funny to me um, because their number one concern is making sure that they don't run out of money in their lifetime. And, and it seems like they're always concerned about spending too much money and running out of money, which is a very good concern. But this, these particular people are very good savers. They usually have a pile of money and I cannot convince them that, Hey, you should probably spend more than what you're spending because there's no way you're going to run out of money in your lifetime. Right. And so sometimes um, I've got to coach people through, Hey, you're probably spending too much money and we're going to have problems down the road. A lot of times, especially when you get to retirement, if you've done a good job, um, I've, it's a big mindset switch. I have to coach people through it. Hey, it's okay to spend some of these dollars, right? You've been wired to put money into a 401k or the bank account or wherever and save, 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 save that when you get to retirement, all of a sudden it's don't save anymore. It's spend, 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 spend. And I know it sounds funny, but there are people out there that have a very, very hard time making that switch. Okay. And so understand how much you need to live on, but then also be okay with spending it, right? If you've worked with an advisor, they've sat down and they've built out an income and an investment plan, a tax plan, right? All the things that we talk about in our retirement blueprint, if, if you've got that built out and it seems reasonable, then go spend the money, right? Um, do the fun things, take the grandkids on vacation, whatever the case may be, right? Um, so if you're a saver, and you've saved your whole life, and now you're in retirement, I just want to tell you, it's okay to spend some money. All right? Now, the next thing, so that's number one, is, hey, don't forget it's okay to spend money as long as you have a plan in place and, and you're able to do that, right? Now, the other thing is people drastically, maybe not the saver that I just talked about, but the spender or the or the or all the other people, they drastically underestimate their expenses a lot, right? And so um, they come talk to me and, and I say, hey, we're going to build out this retirement blueprint for you. We're going to have a plan for you. Um, and and But I need to know like how much money you need to live on, right? Because um, that's a big piece of it. 
And, and they're going to say, well, our bills are about $1,500 a month or whatever. Okay. And then I say, well, that's great. Um, so you're working still and you're making some money and it's costing you a couple thousand dollars to live on, but you're making, you know, $10,000 a month. Where's the rest of that money going? And they're like, well, we're saving it. And then I say, okay, how much money's in your savings account? And then there's clearly not enough money in that savings account. Um, to prove to me that, hey, we're actually saving the rest of that cash flow every month. And so understand your expenses is huge. And I think one of the things that folks um, struggle with sometimes is, is understanding maybe what they're going to want to do in retirement um, and, and what that's going to cost. And so, so a lot of times, you know, we say, hey, we need to pay the car bill, the gas, the, the, the food, you know, keep the lights on, you know, the real estate taxes. But we don't factor anything in there for all the fluff, the vacations, the the Christmas, the things like that. So um, if you're building out a retirement plan, don't be afraid to shoot a little high on those expenses and then try to figure out a way to get to it. If we can't get to it, we'll talk about it. We'll back it down. We'll figure out exactly what we need to do. Don't undershoot your expenses, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, occasionally, this happens where um, we we can build out the best plan there is, right? And, you know, we need $75,000 a year for this individual to live on. And they are sure that they can do it and all this, but just remember that life happens. So adjust up, I guess is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. So those are the go-go years. Um, The slow go years, that's where you've got your mind, your health isn't as good. Um, you got to kind of slow it down, right? Not fun to talk about. Um, but more than likely, some of those fun things you're doing, the traveling, the, the vacations, the fishing, the hunting, the, you know, whatever it is, more than likely, some of those expenses are going to go away because you, um, just can't do them anymore. Right. And so, um, I think it's unfair to say that your expenses are going to be as high as they may be in those go-go years, so to speak, for the rest of your life, because I think you're going to have those slow-go years, right? Where you're not able to go do the things. One thing to think about here, though, um, is long-term care, or I guess maybe really just generally speaking, healthcare costs, right? Those slow-go years normally mean healthcare costs can be a little bit higher. Not fun to talk about. Uh, we obviously don't want to think about ourselves um, in those slower going years, but we want to make sure we have some sort of a plan for it. Um, and I think that healthcare is advertised as one of the biggest expenses in retirement, and it probably is, but it's not near as scary as what it should be, right? Or I'm sorry, it's not near as scary as what I think a lot of people think it is. If you take the right steps and you um, have some sort of a plan put in place for um, for, for healthcare expenses, uh, it's totally manageable. Okay. Slow go years. Um, budgets may be going to slow down a little bit because we're not going as, as hard. Make sure we have some sort of a healthcare plan in place. And then last but not least, there's the no go years, which I think you all know what that means. And if we just put it nicely, that's where we're passing assets to the next generation. Okay. And you're not going to need to spend money anymore. Um, and so having a plan for that is, um, obviously important as well. Um, so go, go, slow, go, no, go, um, kind of keep that in mind when you're thinking about how much money you need to spend, um, and how long maybe you need to spend it for. Um, but then just some, some, 
some high level things that I wrote down, understanding healthcare costs, having a plan around it for those slower go years. And then um, I like to think about if you want to get into the tactics a little bit more, maybe to help Joan out clear back from our question earlier in the show um, is, you know, I always like to get to the have tos, right? What are the have tos? I need to know what the number is for the have tos, the light bill, the gas in the car, the food on the table. What's that? Right. And then how much do we want to put on top of that for the fun stuff or the go-go years, I guess is what I should say. Um, sometimes that can help you. Um, budgeting in itself. I'm not going to talk about a lot today, but I can tell you this. You got to do what's right for you. Okay. So here's a story for you. When we first got married, Carrie and I did, um, we, <laughs> we're trying to get on a budget, right? Budget is just a bad word. Nobody wants to budget. Who in the world says, Hey, I just, I'm going to go budget, right? I do have one friend that maybe would enjoy that. And I'll leave those names out right now, but, um, um, nobody likes to build a budget. Anyways, we tried the Dave Ramsey way, the cash, the envelope system. It went great for like 1.5 days. And then we realized that we're millennials and we hate cash. Right. And so that just didn't work. Um, and you know, then we tried the other app and, 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 you know, the next app and yada, yada. And finally we realized we know how much money we can spend every month. And so once we get to that number, we just have to stop spending money or try our hardest to. And so that's Carrie and I's budgeting plan is we're both kind of spenders. We don't necessarily love people telling us where and when and how to spend money. And so we just know once we get to X for the month, you better start watching where you're spending money because you're going over and it's time to shut her down. That works great for us. The friend that I mentioned um, that may actually enjoy budgeting, right? His whole budget is on a spreadsheet and that works for them. It would not work for half a day for Carrie and I, because um, that's just not how our brains work. So when it comes to, to having a budget um, or a spending plan or whatever fancy word you want to call it, so it doesn't sound so bad, just do whatever works for you, right? There's so many resources out there anymore today. Um, you can try them all and just do whatever works for you. Get yourself in a position where budget's not a bad word in retirement. Uh, you've got enough money, enough income, enough cash flow to go do what you want when you want with who you want. And I think that will be really good for you in the long run. So a little bit about um, spending and when to spend and how to spend. Hopefully that helps today. Um, we're going to wrap the show up though. And that is always wrapped up by some This Week in History. So hopefully you're excited for it. Um, nine, or I'm sorry, not 19. That would be dramatically wrong. 1493 Christopher Columbus leaves the new world and sets sail for Spain. Okay. So that was obviously a big deal. Um, 1919, the 18th amendment to the U.S. Constitution authorizing the prohibition of alcohol and ratifying, ratified by the majority of U.S. states. 1988, a little more recent NFL St. Louis Cardinals announced move to Phoenix. I didn't even know that was a thing. I almost thought they were the St. Louis Rams. So apparently the NFL had a had a St. Louis Cardinals uh, that moved to to the Arizona's Cardinals. So that's cool. Anyways, that's this week in history. Can't wait to see you guys um, next week on your Retirement Blueprint podcast. We'll see you then. 
Thank you for listening to Your Retirement Blueprint. We hope today's episode helped you gain a better grasp of your finances and clarified a possible path forward in your life. This show is brought to you by 210 Financial, and our team is passionate about helping individuals and families achieve their ideal retirements. If you'd like to talk more about your financial plan, we'd love to talk to you. You can learn more and schedule a call at 210financial.com. Again, that's www.210financial.com. We can't wait to see you right back here next time on this show. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business 210 Financial. 210 Financial is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by 210 Financial are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the needs of an individual situation. 210 Financial is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by 210 Financial.